Psalm 116, look what the Bible says in verse number 12. And this is the verse over and over in my heart where the Bible says, and David said this, verse number 12, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? Isn't that a great verse? What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? Let's come back and start in verse number one. We'll take our time and read down through here. Psalm 116, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications, because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death come past me, and the pains of hell get hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Boy, that's a short prayer, isn't it? <clears throat> Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul. For the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, therefore have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars." That's the life verse of every single young lady. <clears throat> what shall I render? A few more laughs there than what I thought should have been. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will, vow my, I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thy handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bonds. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. In the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem, praise ye the Lord. Boy, isn't that a wonderful chapter of Scripture, a wonderful psalm that's been given to us. And right in the middle of it, he says, what shall I render unto the Lord? That word render means to pay back to or to give back to the account. What shall I render? What shall I give? What shall I pay back unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? Well, for just a few moments that we just took, about 15 minutes, we just spent some time and we were naming some of the benefits that the Lord has given to us. I believe that, hey, a, a great church family, as was given testimony, and those that pray for us, listen, that's a tremendous benefit 
that God has given to us, his provision, his encouragement. There's several things that we went over during that time. But as we look at Psalm 118, and we could take the time and you could probably with that verse in mind, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits? You could probably pick out a few of them as you were reading along with me in verse in chapter 116, some of his benefits. And so I'll keep it in the scriptures because here's the things that God encouraged me with throughout this week on this subject matter of his benefits. Starting off in the first two verses, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? I'm thankful for the benefit of prayer. And that was just mentioned here a few moments ago. He started off verse one and two. I love the Lord. Look at this. Because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. Do you understand what God has done for us and the benefit that he has afforded us by hearing us when we pray? In fact, the second verse takes it a little bit further and not just saying that he has heard my voice, but verse two says, because he hath inclined his ear unto me. It's not just that we have the benefit of God hearing and answering prayer, but verse two says he has inclined. That means he has leaned towards. I notice some people, and uh, usually it's those that are deciding on what we put on the signs out here for the seniors or the elderly, that when you sit down and begin talking to them, and and if you do this, I'm not trying to make fun of you, but I, I have seen this, that some people will sit there, and when you're talking to them, they'll go like this. Brother Don knows what I'm talking about right now, and he, he's not doing that right now, by the way. But what what are they doing when they do this? Now, not only are they trying to hear me, or who's whoever who's talking to him but it's actually showing to me too that they're actually interested and it's actually the the very uh pattern of inclining your ear your he's he's leaning his ear is what the bible says leaning his ear towards us so it's not just that he hears how many moms don't put your hand up that the, the child will over and over and over 18 times ask the exact same thing? And then finally, we look at him and say, I heard you the first time. That's not what God's saying here that he's answering out of us being persistent and just bugging him. But listen, he is there with his ear inclined towards us, leaning towards us, saying, I want to hear from you. Now, listen, I've never seen one false God, one idol, when someone has walked up to him and said that they're going to pray to him. I've never seen that idol go, hold on, let me listen. Now, that'd be a miracle if it took place. But listen, there's not one false God that has ever done that. In fact, God addressed that over in the book of Isaiah and said, listen, they have ears, but they can't hear. You say, what do you mean they got ears? They've been carved out on the side of a piece of wood or carved out or formed on the side of a of, of, of gold or silver that's been there or out of ivory or stone or something. But they have ears, but they can't hear. 
I'm thankful. Listen, it's a benefit, not just that God hears us when we pray and hears us when we cry out to him, but there's a God in heaven, listen, that he's leaning his ear towards us and he's saying, Dan, I want to hear from you. It's not a bother. It's not something that we're wasting God's time. Every one of these prayers that have gone up, listen, I don't know how many prayers have gone up, and he knows this, but for Mike Polizzi's foot, and they're still going up for that. We're not bothering God by the hundreds of prayers that have been offered up. Can you imagine that? Do you realize hundreds of prayers have been sent up on your behalf, Mike? Now think about that. God has not once said, okay, that's enough of the Polizzi family. (laughs) Not once. Every one of these pregnant ladies that are walking around our church and prayers are being offered up for them, not once has God ever said, that's enough. Okay, I get it. You want us to help? Never once has God said that. He's inclined his ear unto us. In fact, I believe he's saying, would you do that a little bit more? Just keep going on and on. I think that's okay. I think that's what the Lord's saying. I desire to hear from you because he hath inclined his ear. You see, he starts off with these four words saying, I love the Lord. And then comes down through this chapter of scripture and starts explaining all the benefits that God has given to us all the way down through the. It's no wonder when we begin understanding the benefits that God has given to us, it's no wonder that someone will sit back and say, you know, I love the Lord. Well, why? Why would you love him? Well, he has heard my prayer. How many would be able to give testimony that at some point throughout your life, at some point in your Christian walk, you know that God's heard you when you prayed? Isn't that a blessing? Yeah. Well, I'm so thankful for that. And sometimes I don't believe we give the praise that is due to him. And that's what David is saying. Listen, what can I give back to the Lord? Because he hears and answers prayer. What, what even compares to that? You understand when someone does, I mean, a, a wonderful job for you or, or, or great benefit or, or blesses you in a great way by helping you out. And then you make some cookies and take it to them. And you're like, this doesn't even compare to the blessing that you were to me. But it's just a small way to be able to say thank you. Listen, that's what all of Psalm 116 is of David going before the Lord saying, look at all these blessings. Look at all these benefits that he's loaded me up with. And we could take the time. And uh, if, uh, Psalm 103, he says it again, starts off verses one and two. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and, and forget not all his benefits. That's verse number two. He says it again, and I'll read this one to us. Back in Psalm chapter 68 and verse number 19, David says it again. He said, blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation, Selah. Stop and think about the benefits that God has loaded upon you. But then listen, the point of that verse is not to look down through. Listen, I understand context. And he lists all these benefits. I won't even take the time to get into verse number five. Gracious is the Lord. (laughs) 
Boy, how many are thankful that we serve a gracious God and he has not bestowed upon us that which we deserve. He's merciful, he's gracious, he is righteous. I'm so thankful for that. You say, that's just a benefit, just a benefit. But the question is this, what shall I render unto the Lord? How in the world can we ever give back to the Lord and what would it be that we give back to the Lord for all his benefits towards us? Let me ask you something. What is eternal life worth to you? I mean, you think about something that God's given to you. What is a peace that passeth all understanding? What is that worth that we could try to repay? What is a God in heaven that at any time you can start talking to him and praying and he hears you and he wants to hear from you? What is that worth? What shall I render unto the Lord? for all his benefits towards me. I see a couple things here. One, in verse number 13, he said, I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. You say, what can I give to the Lord for his benefits to me? Keep praying. (laughs) Keep praying because he wants to hear us. We haven't reached our quota yet. He says, I'll take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. In other words, he saved my soul. I'm going to continue to call upon the name of the Lord. You ever, you ever come across someone, and uh, I know we got several that are like, the, they, they need to be needed. And they can't wait for a phone call asking them to do something. Because they, they need that. They want that. Listen, in a small way, Imagine God seated up in heaven. Now, the best thing you can do for some people is ask them to do something. And they're thrilled. They're happy. They're thankful. Thank you for asking me to do that. And they go take care of it. Imagine God up in heaven that he's seated upon his throne and we're wondering, what can I do? What can I render to God for all his benefits towards me? You can keep praying. You can keep talking to him because that's what he desires is to be able to hear from us. Then I want you to say this, I want you you to see this because he mentions it twice, verse number 14 and verse number 18. He says, I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. He says it in verse number 18, I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. You say, well, what have I vowed unto the Lord? All I'm gonna say is this, what can I render unto the Lord? How about you live how you've told the Lord you're going to live? How about being faithful to the Lord on how he's spoken to our hearts to be able to be faithful and be able to get to the end and him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I'll pay to the Lord, pay my vows unto the Lord. You're not paying your vows unto pastor. You're not paying your vows unto the church. It's, It's paying it unto the Lord because we've promised to live for him. Listen, there was a day I took my life, now figuratively, because the hands of God were not right there, but there was a time that I took my life and I placed it into the hands of the Lord and said, Lord, my life is yours. 
whatever you desire for my life, then Lord, that's what it's going to be. You know what I can do for the Lord for all his benefits towards me? Pay my vows to him. Lord, my life is yours. It's not my own. Lord, this is what you want. But then I want to close with this one. There's so much more that we could get into, but look at verse number 17. I will say this as a side note, intermission right here. Verse number 15 is a tremendous verse. When we're grieving because of loved ones that we've lost and they're on the other side and they're in heaven, this is heaven's side of it. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. You say, why is that? Well, now they're with the Lord. And, you know, all that, all that time, that, and we say time, it's just a matter of a few seconds comparatively for, for heaven's timetable. But you think of all that time, someone's been saved, and then all those years, now the Lord has them. The, the purchased possession that he saved their soul, now they're no longer bound by life down here. Now they've entered into eternal life, and that's so precious to the Lord so precious that he receives them up into heaven. And listen, that's the soul I died for. Now we get to spend eternity together. I compare it like this, and he'll probably chuckle, but you think about when Brother Peter and Miss Amy were dating back and forth and all the trips made back and forth to Rhode Island. But then the day came. You say, you're comparing this to death? No, listen to me, follow it through. But then the day came, listen, it wasn't any more driving to Rhode Island. Now it's, I can just go home and see her. Now it's, we're together. Now it's not that, that, that space of separation that is there. And think about that with the Lord. But anyway, I digress. Come down to verse number 17. He says, I will offer to thee. What shall I render unto the Lord? I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And then look at this again. And will call upon the name of the Lord. You say, what can we do to be able to give back to the Lord? What can we pay back to the Lord? What can we offer from our behalf to him for all his benefits toward me? Hey, listen, you can give him praise. Now, you notice this says, this says the sacrifice of thanksgiving. That's because in a lot of cases, when we are giving thanks to God, we're taking the emphasis off ourselves. And we're saying, this is not me that did this, but this is the glory that belongs to God. And so it's the sacrifice of thanksgiving. In other words, we're sacrificing our own glory, our own prestige, our own ability, the sacrifice of thanksgiving and saying, it's all about him and I'm thankful for what he's done for me. What shall I render unto him? What can I do? Hey, listen, we could go on all day long. I was excited. Ruth called me after she got out of PT. Boy, what a blessing. We prayed on the phone. I said, we need to pray. We need to thank God for that because that's an answer to prayer. But you know what that's done more? Just as David said, I'm going to call upon the name of the Lord. <laughs> hey, you know something, Mike? It worked. So why not do it again? Why not keep going back to him with prayer? You say, oh, I must be wearing God out. No, you're not. 
Can I say, listen, the whole Christmas season, I've said this before, the whole Christmas season is to show that you will not weary my God also. Because that's what he said over there in Isaiah chapter number seven. He said, ask him for a sign. He said, oh, he said, I don't know about that. He said, what, will you weary my God also? I'll show you. Therefore, a a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. You're not going to wear God out. He said, just to show that this doesn't even phase and doesn't even compare, doesn't even wear me down. Here's a virgin that conceives and bears a son. So we think our prayers, our love to him, our sacrifice of thanksgiving, coming boldly before the throne of grace, Hey, one of the greatest things that you can do and render and give back to God, number one is your life, and number two is your prayer time. And spend some time with him. What shall I render unto the Lord? What can I? You say, well, he's been so good to me. Then spend some time with him. Give him your life. And it's okay. Place it in his hands. Listen, it's his. After everything he's done and given to us, what can I render? What shall I render unto the Lord? We could go on and on. I was getting stirred up about the blessings of the Lord, the benefits that God has given to us. You understand a benefits package is not something that's deserved. It's just something that they give to you just to be able to add on. We've got Jesus. And on top of all of that is this benefits package that he gives to us. Why aren't you thankful for that? So let me ask you something. What are you going to do? What are you going to render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards you? He saved your soul. Hey, for some, he pulled you out of the gutter. He sobered you up. He brought you down because <laughs> you were high, okay? Got it? He cleaned you up. He established your goings. He put your feet on a solid rock. What shall I render unto the Lord? I believe he's worth your life. And he's worth our time with him. Prayer over and over and over. I'll call upon the name of the Lord. I'll call upon the name of the Lord. What can I give to him? Time. Life. We sure do have good benefits, don't we? And as someone said in the old cliche, and the retirement's out of this world. You've heard that before, haven't you? How many heard that before? You've heard it. Okay. I'm thankful, but it's true. Okay, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? Just sit down this week sometime and try to start listing some of your benefits that the Lord gave to you. You'll spend some time praying. You'll spend some time thanking him. Believe it or not, every one of them kids, and I just looked back and saw the three Lizzie girls out there. They're a benefit from the Lord. Katie, yes, you are. Sitting in the nice chair back there. Aren't you glad for his benefits? Why don't you thank him for him this week?